Well, welcome everybody. Uh, this is Thursday, and uh, as we enter into the Passover long weekend, great opportunity for us to not only reflect on what Jesus has done, but also on what He is doing. And there's so many powerful things that God is doing during this time. And I want to encourage you that this is an opportunity to press in and to see through the eyes of Jesus as to what's happening on the planet. And so the enemy would want us to focus on the negative and to see things in chaos and despair. But there's always a resurrection. And so we're looking to see what is the Lord doing and what is He rearranging in terms of causing new birth to take place. And so I just want to encourage you that as we take time today just to reflect on what the Lord's doing and what He's saying and, um, and to pray into our nation that we might indeed see the kingdom expanding and advancing uh, at an accelerated rate in, in our world today. So uh, I'm going to be uh, turning to uh, John chapter uh, 18 and this is where Jesus is talking to Pontius Pilate and uh, our, our timing today is exactly on the day, uh, the morning that Jesus would have been uh, before uh, Pontius Pilate and um, so the the celebration of the Last Supper would have been last night and many of you gathered with people from around the planet doing uh, and participating in a global communion and uh, so that was fun for for us to do that together um, and so here we are uh, the next morning uh, just in terms of the context the Last Supper has been had Jesus has washed the disciples feet he's spoken to them about the coming of the Holy Spirit John chapters um, 15 and 16 and in the, the great prayer of John chapter 17 and uh, and then they go out to pray they're in the Garden of Gethsemane uh, into the night uh, then the soldiers come to arrest Jesus and they have a profound encounter when just he says I am when they were asking you know, who is Jesus? Where are you? And he identifies himself and the guys fall back at that revelation that he is, he is, the, the, he is Jesus. He is the, the Messiah. He gets uh, to uh, go to the, the high priest's home and uh, the cock crows three times and uh, Peter's denied Jesus. And uh, then early in the, the, the next day, which is our day today, um, they take him off to, to Pilate. And so they're engaging with each other around this whole thing of authority and, uh, and his kingdom. And uh, so in John chapter 18 and verse 33, um, Pilate goes back inside the palace and he summoned Jesus and he asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Is that your own idea? Jesus asked, or did others talk to you about me? Am I a Jew? Pilate replied. It was your people and your chief priests who handed you over to me. What is it that you have done? Jesus said, 
My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jews. But now my kingdom is from another place. You are a king then, said Pilate. Jesus answered, You are right in saying, I am a king. In fact, for this reason I was born. And for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. So Jesus is very emphatically declaring that he is the king and this is the reason that he's come into the world. He's come that he might indeed usher in his kingdom into the planet. And he says, my kingdom is not of this world. In other words, what he's saying is, my kingdom comes from another realm and another place. And that's why Jesus encourages us to pray, Our Father, who is in heaven, honored, hallowed be your name. It will be done on earth, heaven. It's not an earthly kingdom. It doesn't have its origins and its authority here on earth. Its authority comes from heaven. And so there is a king. His name is Jesus. He has a kingdom. And that kingdom is now breaking into this world. And so the, the whole context, if you like, of what is happening is that Jesus is ushering in and he's, he's rescuing the keys of the kingdom through the crucifixion, through his death and his burial, and obviously with his resurrection, but he descends into Hades and he legitimately gets the keys of authority back from the enemy. He had stolen them through his lies and his manipulation in causing Adam and Eve to fall and to fall into sin through the temptation in the Garden of Eden. And so Jesus come to redeem and take back the keys of authority for his uh, kingdom to be established here on the earth. Uh, later on in uh, chapter 19, after Jesus has been beaten, he's been flogged, he's been whipped. And we know all of these things were to fulfill prophecy from Isaiah 53. It says that by his stripes we have been healed. He, we were bruised, he was crushed for our sin and for our iniquity. And so through the beating and the bruising and the crushing that he received at the hands of those Roman soldiers. He bought for us our healing, but also our salvation and our forgiveness of sins. And um, Pilate goes on when Jesus come back from the flogging and he's saying to Jesus, don't you know that I have the power either to free you or to crucify you? And Jesus answered, you would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. In other words, he's saying to Pilate, Judas Iscariot, 
he is guilty of this greatest sin for handing Jesus over. But the power that Pilate thinks he has over Jesus, there's only a limited amount of power that he has, and it's because that power has been given from above. So now as we, as we apply this into our time here, right now in 2020, as we remember that the year 2020, we spoke about alignment, of things coming into alignment. And we know that this year, Passover and the celebrating of Easter falls on the same time in the calendar. It doesn't do that very often, but it's doing that this particular weekend. There is an alignment with Passover and all that prophetically was spoken as the people came through the plagues, remember the 10 plagues, the people in Egypt, as they came out of slavery and into freedom. And so we remember that there's an alignment that's taking place. Last night as I was uh, awakened in the middle of the night, just sprang awake, and I looked in there, my digital clock was 111. <laughs> and 111 speaks of alignment and you know, there's the, also the, the link between the, 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 the number of times that the Passover would have been celebrated since the original uh, being released from Egypt. And it's a divisible of 111. But 111 also, this alignment of things coming into being. And so our things here on earth are coming into alignment with God's plans and His purposes and His kingdom being established and his authority being released on the earth. And uh, so I just want to remind us that Paul writes to Timothy and he says, Hey guys, I urge you, first of all then, that requests and prayers, intercession and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good. And it pleases God, our Savior, who wants all men to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men. It's the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all men. It's the testimony given in its proper time. Well, that proper time was when Jesus came and walked the earth. And he came to be that ransom for us. He came to be our savior. And so into this context, Paul is saying, now guys, pray for those in authority. Pray for those who have to make decisions in the context of your daily lives. Because we want those decisions to align with the advance and the spread of the kingdom. So as we take time to pray, let's pray for our government. Let's pray for our president. So many people are asking the question, will this lockdown be extended? And so there's a measure of uncertainty that many people are actually living with. Folks, be in peace and pray for wisdom for President Cyril Ramaphosa, that he and the other leaders, that they would have wisdom in terms of making a good decision. Some people are wanting the lockdown to be lifted sooner so that the economy can get back on its feet. Other people recognize that the gains that we're making in terms of the low rate 
of infection, the low death rate, is because the lockdown is in place. And so we can see that there's wisdom in going either way for this decision. But we're asking, Lord, you know the future. You know what we're going to be facing. We're asking that you would release your wisdom, the wisdom and the power that comes from above. Would you release it to this man who is an authority? Much like Pilate was a man in authority. And he found himself coming into alignment with heaven's purposes for, for the nation and had obviously major ramifications for us right through the ages. So we're asking, Lord, as we pray right now, we pray for our president that you would meet with him, that even as he awakens in the middle of the night, that things would come into alignment with his thinking, that he would have a spiritual one-one-one experience where his heart and his mind, his thought processes, his decision-making comes into alignment with your plans and your purposes for South Africa. So we're asking, Lord, would you strengthen him? Would you cause him to be in a place of peace? Jesus, you came to bring us eternal peace. You are the Prince of Peace. And through your body, Ephesians tells us, you brought down the wall of separation and you brought us peace. Peace with one another, peace with you. We're asking that our president would walk in peace with you. Let him have an encounter with you in these days. Holy Spirit, would you invade his heart and his mind? Would you come into his home? Would you speak to him? Would you meet with him? Would you cause him to have wisdom way beyond what he would otherwise have in the natural? We're also asking, Lord, for our government, that this would be a time of reset. We're asking, Lord, even as there is a shaking in our cabinet right now, as people are being exposed for doing things that they shouldn't be doing, we're asking, Lord, for even more alignment to come. That our cabinet would align with godly governance. So we're asking, Lord, shake more that needs to be shaken. Expose more that needs to be exposed. And cause our government to come into alignment with righteousness and with truth. So, Lord, would you come and touch those who are leading us as a nation towards strength and towards recovery. We thank you, Lord, that this great time of reset sees and re-establishing of godly governance in our nation. Amen. Folks, the next thing I'd like us to pray into is our local government here in Joyburg, that we would see righteous government at every level, at uh, councillor, ward level, uh, and a citywide level here in Joyburg. So we say thank you, Lord, for the good things that are happening. We thank you for many that are being cared for in ways that they otherwise would not have been cared for. And as this cold front keeps moving through, we're asking, Lord, that safety and protection and accommodation would be offered to the homeless 
We thank you, Lord, for social services who are reaching out to care for the, the orphans and the widows and the homeless. And we're asking, Lord, that the foreigner and the alien among us, that they would receive good care during this time. We're asking, Lord, that you would strengthen the infrastructure of our local services. We're asking, Lord, that, that those who have been corrupt would be shut down and shut out. They would be on lockdown from corruption and corrupt activities. We're asking, Lord, that those with their own wayward agendas, that they would be excluded from the processes right now. We're asking, Lord, for the monies, the finances, the, um, the donations, the goodwill of people, that it would get to those who need it the most. So we're asking, Lord, for righteousness and integrity to, to be raised up. I'm asking, Lord, that that particular counselor that was brought to my attention this week, who is using the, the free food packages to strengthen his own political base, that he would be exposed and that he would be dealt with because he's standing in the way of people receiving help at this critical time. So, Lord, we're asking for bad eggs to be removed at this time and for righteous government to be raised up. So we, Lord, strengthen those who are standing for truth and justice and righteousness at a local level. Thank you, Lord. We're thanking you, Lord, in advance for good assistance during this time of need, of cold, um, that there would be shelter given. We thank you, Lord, that this is an opportunity for rearranging informal settlements, that proper roads can be established between shacks so that uh, fire engines and rescue emergency services can make it through, um, that roadways would be established where there have not been roadways. So we're asking, Lord, for a reset and a reorganization of local communities for the long-term health and benefit. We're asking, Lord, not for a quick healing during this coronavirus time. Lord, we're asking for a long-term health to come to towns and townships, and squatter camps, informal settlements. We're asking, Lord, for infrastructure to be established. We know, Lord, that you can do all things. We're not just praying small prayers. We're praying big, bold, outrageous, audacious prayers. We're asking, Lord, that you would come and move powerfully. Your kingdom is a powerful kingdom. Your government is a powerful government. We're asking, Lord, that your government from above, on earth as it is in heaven, would come and supersede what has been happening here. We're asking, Lord, that our nation would grow from strength to strength, that this is not a time of tearing down into a place of destruction, but this is a shaking things that can be shaken so that that which will remain is kingdom stuff. We're asking, Lord, for kingdom authority, kingdom structures, kingdom blueprints, for our informal housing to be established now in this time. Let, let things 
be removed that are rotten and corrupt and that health and strength and vigor and recovery come to our city during this time. So we thank you, Lord, for all these good things. So we, we pray for those in authority. We, we have requests, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving for everyone, and especially for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. And this is also that men would come to salvation. And so as we end this time together, we're asking, Lord, that there would be a sweep of people into the kingdom during this Passover weekend. We're asking, Lord, for pastors who are in these informal areas, that supernaturally sound systems would work, and that as they broadcast their messages, they have a captive audience in lockdown. And many people, because they are not drunk on the Easter weekend, would hear the message of salvation, of what you did for us on the cross, and that you were the only one to rise again from the dead, that this is the only religion where there is a resurrection, and that your resurrection message would touch, would pierce people's hearts. Asking, Lord, that through the airwaves, broadcasts from shack to shack, house to house, people would hear the message of resurrection this long weekend. So we're asking, Lord, for a major sweeping into the kingdom, a harvest that would take place this weekend. Hallelujah. Folks, I've been standing in front of this particular painting on purpose for the last couple of days. And this is a painting that Lisa did. Uh, by the way, uh, just to let you know that there are many prophetic paintings that are being highlighted on our website and on our Facebook page. And you're, you're able to get hold of them if you contact the, the artists. You're able, if a particular painting speaks to you and you want to hang it in your home, you want to set up a prayer room in your own home and you want a prophetic art piece, that you're welcome to contact the artists and engage with them that you might purchase it. But this particular painting I asked Lisa to do for me, and it speaks of the rain that comes from the heavens. It talks about the Holy Spirit hovering over the land and, um, and the Holy Spirit hovering over South Africa, but he's also hovering over the harvest. And so it's blue representing the rain of the Spirit that comes to soften the nation, soften the people's hearts. But also on the horizon line, we're seeing that the harvest is white. It is ripe. It's ready um, for people to receive the good news. And, and then you'll see in the lower section of the painting, it looks like tongues of fire. And uh, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves because obviously Pentecost is, is uh, 50 days away. Uh, but, but the fire, the revival fires, they're going to sweep through our nation during this time. And so it's the rain of the Spirit. It's the harvest that's ripe. It's the fires of revival that are, that are sweeping through our nation. And so let's begin to pray that this would be an Easter like no other. 
that people would hear the message of salvation, that people's hearts would be, uh, would be pierced with this message and people would cry out, what must we do to be saved? Oh, folks, breakthrough, Joyberg, <laughs> this is a phenomenal time. People are in a place of retreat, a place of reset, and this can be a place of resurrection. Many, many households coming to faith and salvation. So let's pray very specific encounter the love of God. And even as our authorities, we've been praying for them, continue to pray for them. But they would lead from a heart of righteousness that they too would have encounters with the living God. Pray for the Minister of Health, who's doing an outstanding job. And pray for all those who are administering um, hospitals and clinics, medical centers. Pray for them that the resources would be in the right place at the right time and the right decisions would be made. So God bless you as you continue to pray into these things and look forward to connecting with you tomorrow. We'll have an extended broadcast tomorrow. Uh, we'll be, be talking more around uh, what Jesus accomplished for us as we, we specifically remember the cross together. But God bless you. Have an awesome day.